0: Uh 205 Podcast from the Shadows. It's Blood doing the damn thing. WWE. What's going on y'all? 205 Live Recap. Uh start off the night. <clears throat> video package from the premier athlete, Tony Neese, Not really the premier athlete anymore. I think he's already premiered. We see exactly who he is. He's the new Cruiserweight champion. But it was just video package pretty much uh asking who's gonna be next, who's going Who's going to be next in line for the Cruiserweight Championship? And, I mean, whoever is going to be definitely needs to be at the top of their game. So, then we get into an opening match in the Fatal 4-Way. I think Lucha House Party opened the show. And we get into the Fatal 4-Way with uh, Grand Metalik, the king of the ropes, taking on Mike Canella, Sakura Tozawa, and Arya Devari. (laughs) Quick way through the match was... uh, I believe Canellis hitting a big move on Tozawa and Davari coming in and picking up the victory after throwing Canellis out. It was a good fatal four way for all of them. I didn't really get to hear commentary the entire time, but I did watch uh, better parts of the match. And I mean, I think the best way to try to build these four superstars in the moment is just speaking about how far they've all come. We know this is a night on 205 Live with essentially Cedric Alexander's last night and being a staple, meaning there's, uh, there's new space, you know, and we'll get into only lurking later on. But for right now, with who's going to be at the front of the line or who's approaching the front of the line for the Cruiserweight Championship, uh, you know, Davari has been waiting patiently for some weeks now to uh, be put into the spotlight and have what he's been able to do highlighted or just be able to showcase his talent and capability. So I really like Davari. I've been I've been uh, high on him since uh, what was his name? Hideo Itami. I decided to request his release from the company and it was granted. So uh, Davari isn't trying to make anybody else look good. I think he's more interested in making himself look great. He is extremely powerful. Uh, What was the word in her Deceptively strong uh, toward another superstar, but I would use that for Daivari and picking up the victory. Mike Kanellis. I think the way the story was told with him being able to pick up the victory, but just getting tossed out of the ring because you have to constantly have your head on that swivel. You know, it's uh, it's a really good... um, it was a good look and as far as the story goes you know he picked up the finishing maneuver he was where he needed to be in that moment all the way up to the very last moment and it was in some senses nothing you could do with that much fatigue that was on the table so uh you know even though he didn't pick up a victory here, he looked very strong and uh you know in just that loss wouldn't say he was defeated you know but you know shouts to canelis i think that he and his wife are really uh you know, putting in the effort to get him on the map the way that he sees himself and the way she sees him and the way he's supposed to be on the map. So I can respect that. Tozawa right now, I think he's going to need a victory pretty soon. Uh, he's uh, just like we've been utilizing his star power for a little while now. Hold on. Right now using Part pardon me though, using Tozawa's star power is, uh, you know, it's been working. But I do think that we need uh, we need to see him pick up a victory maybe in another week or two just to continue to have his star power rolling. Uh, we'll see how storylines continue to develop. But for right now, I think it's just the in-ring stories that are being told. So Tazawa still is, a, you know, I don't look at him as any less or more. I think him having the Brian Kendrick in his corner is a good look. And, you know, it's excellent tutelage. So, um that's zawa and uh the fourth man we got to what we say Canelo. oh grand league man the king of the ropes is the king of the ropes right now the lucha house party is on uh quite a streak i like i just like everything that they're doing right now with being able to come with the catchphrase now and then uh just being you know the lucha house party you know it's It's great for all the the young people in attendance, you know, I think it would sell toys. It's just a high amount of energy in the ring. It's fun, you know. It's a fun idea for everyone involved, you know. It gets the crowd into it or into the show and such with them, you know, opening up, I mean, for 205 Live-wise. And they're all extremely capable in the ring, so it's just really like a full package with the Lou Giles partying grand Metalik leak is uh one of those staples for them you know like all three of them you can't you can't say one without thinking about all three in my opinion and you know i just think it's a good look to have uh him showcased in that fatal four way and then we got a good fatal four way on 205 to open the show so that was awesome so i enjoyed that so i enjoyed that segment all together and you know i can't wait to see how these guys stories uh continue to develop um look over next at uh, Drew Gulak and Umberto Carrillo having their match set up for next week on 205 Live. We know last week uh, Drew Gulak attacked Umberto Carrillo while he was going up to the top ropes in his match against Gentleman Jack Gallagher to teach him his form of lesson. And uh, while he got, you know, uh, Gentleman Jack disqualified and had him lose the match, and pushing Umberto down and beating him up, gentleman Jack had enough. Grabbed his fist, gave him a gave him a black pool headbutt or however, whatever it's called. I, I'm you know anyway, gave him that. And now you know we're in we're we're a week away from seeing these guys go at it. Umberto Carrillo and Jack. i mean, excuse me and Drew Gulak. I don't I don't know who's gonna win that. I know that you know Drew Gulak has been really uh really trying to advocate for the mat based technique. And, you you know, Umberto Carrillo is more the high-risk, high-reward type of offense. He's, you know, a high flyer. He's very talented, you know. And his aerial offense is literally his go-to. So, it's going to be a nice little dynamic, a a clash of styles, if you will. And it's going to be a good match, I'm sure. Lead into the main event with Oni and Cedric after they had a... Quick backstage interview uh, you know it was a good match I've been speaking about it since around WrestleMania time the superstar that is on the up and up or on their way out is always supposed to put the younger newer talent over And this tense with 205 Cedric Alexander is a staple of the 205 live roster only Larkin. We know he's been around in the NXT roster for a little while, just with, you know, doing my quick studies and learning. But, you know, on 205, five, he's still brand new. So, with uh, with that, he's going and taking on Cedric. He picked up the win against Cedric, but not not without having an outstanding match from both sides. You know, Only Lorcan seemed as if he was, uh, you know, a little bit more of a bad guy, but just being able to see why he wants to be at the top of 205 live you know with two spots uh needing to be filled really three i mean now nah, ali's been going for a little while now but you know buddy murphy heading to smackdown cedric heading the raw you know showing that 205 live is definitely a starting point where one catapults from you know it's uh it's just a really good look for all of the superstars involved. I think that Only Lurkin can definitely have a, a true impact on the cruiserweight division. I don't know if he has the look all the way, but that's not really up to me. I think he has all of the in-ring tools to be able to be a power player on the 205 Live roster. I, I think that uh, I think that the general manager respects him. You know, I think he enjoys his in-ring work just as much as a lot of us do, and he'll be willing to bring us something uh, awesome—a match for Oni uh, going forward. Just on some—not well, not a prediction, but just me trying to, you know, maybe call out something I like. I'd like to see as being a part of the authority in the new era of WWE. Um, I'm not really too sure yet. Nothing is uh, you know, shouting out to me in the moment. Maybe Davari. If Oni Larkin is a good guy, I mean yeah, if Oni Larkin's a good guy, then well maybe he should take on Divari. Or maybe not. I don't think either one of them could well should suffer a loss in the moment. So uh maybe maybe some uh I mean he already beat Cedric so taking on local competition, you know, would that even be worth it? would that be the wisest move you know i'm not i'm not sure and so there's a couple of directions that only lorcan can go i just would like to see him utilized to the best you know and uh i mean you know he has he has a mean streak to him you know we seen how he reacted when cedric alexander knocked the jacket off the announce table you know we seen the uh we've seen how he was in the tournament where he didn't necessarily pick up the victory but he did you know eventually beat the guy that beat him and he kept that vendetta you know he had that chip on his shoulder which is you know somewhat respectable because you have a goal and you really set your mind to it you know it's uh I think it's just admirable that he really uh you know stuck around and Saw that through. So, now he wants to see himself at the top of the locker room. <coughs> Excuse me. Or the top of the 205 Live roster. <clears throat> so, you know, I see I see good directions for him. Either way, that was 205. I can't wait for next week so we come through with uh, even more in detail as far as the show went. But it was a good show this week. You know, we're a <coughs> bunch of weeks out from Money in the Bank. So, I'm sure we're going to start... Excuse me, building Toyota Cruiserweight Championship match. One thing we know it's not gonna be a rematch between Buddy Murphy and the cruiserweight champion Tony Nees. It's gonna be Tony Nice taking on in so many tents is a brand new name. So all in all, I'm excited for 205 Live. I can't wait to see how it all plays out. Most exciting hour of television, most impactful, most competitive show in WWE, arguably. And hardest uh, hitting. So, with that, this is Blake. Shout out to everybody who brings you the podcast each and every week. Thank you, WWE, for uh, giving us yet another offering in sports entertainment. It was a very fun week, Superstar Shake Up Week. A lot of people went to different places, teams were split up, and it, it definitely uh, lived up to the name. Uh, some people on the internet would argue if it lived up to the hype, but I'm not even going to go. Uh, into that right now, because I'm just happy that we're going to get to see some of these fresh faces and fresh matches, just like Triple H said all the way back then in December. So with that, I will catch you guys next time. Peace.